Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. And this week, I actually wanted to focus on the coronavirus. Oh, yes, you are probably pretty familiar with it because it has been all over the news. And considering the impact that it's had on the travel industry and going along with the theme of this podcast about saying yes to travel, I figured it would be remiss of me to not cover it. So uh, today, I actually want to go ahead and talk about what the coronavirus is different tips and tricks that you can do to hopefully prevent getting that virus or any other virus while you're traveling or just normal best practices. And then also diving into it a little bit more and understanding how the coronavirus is having a huge impact on travel. But before we get into it, I definitely wanted to mention that I by no means am a medical expert, but I have been doing my due diligence. So going into today's podcast, I want it to be very clear that these are my opinions based off of what I've been reading and and the research that I've done. But moving forward, I definitely recommend that you should stay abreast of the situation, continue to do your due diligence, and uh, pay attention to travel advisories and all of that good stuff. So today I just want to have kind of like a a friendly discussion about it and... um, And then we'll go from there. So to catch everybody up to speed, let's talk about what this coronavirus is. So, well, first of all, in general, a coronavirus, it's actually a pretty common, it's a pretty common cold. It it causes a lot of colds. And you've probably had a strain of a coronavirus at some point in time in your life. Now, what makes this one particularly different is uh, is how contagious it is. It's also where it's it's come from. So it actually, the first uh, cases of this particular coronavirus were reported in Wuhan, China. And what makes this so different is actually how quickly it started spreading to people. And even given the normal um, best practices, a lot of people were getting infected and they weren't really able to kind of pinpoint it. So that's why there's been a little bit of this uneasiness about this because they don't know, you know, it's just, it's spreading. Now, to put things into perspective, for those of us that remember SARS from 2003 and 2004, SARS actually was deadlier than this, than the coronavirus, but the coronavirus is far more contagious. I know that that's a very um, kind of graphic way to sort of describe it, but just want to put it into perspective. Um, it is, it's, it's a highly contagious virus, but, uh, you know, those the likelihood of one passing away from it, the cases of people that have passed away from the coronavirus, they've either been the elderly, the very young or those that already have very, very weak immune systems. And then it's kind of almost like complications from it that you get the coronavirus. And then because it kind of breaks you down a bit, then you'll get a serious infection like bronchitis or pneumonia and that We'll, we'll also have that increase the chances of passing away from the coronavirus. My goodness, this is a weird topic to talk about. It's definitely not within my normal wheelhouse to talk about uh, diseases and people passing away. But it is definitely something that's very relevant and something that's that is important, you know, that for, for people to really understand. What I love, actually, is you know, for those of you that know, I, I do work closely with Allianz Travel Insurance. They're an amazing uh, travel insurance company. If you are traveling, 
I highly recommend that you get travel insurance, whether you buy it one off or whether you get a yearly plan. But I love what they've done is that they've really they've put together, they work with a lot of different medical professionals, and they've actually put together a couple of tips, best practices on how to reduce the likelihood of contracting this virus or other viruses as well, too. So um, just kind of friendly reminders. A lot of these are things that we know, but it's just really good to be extra careful right now. So you want to use proper hand hygiene. Um, Hand hygiene is the most important measure to prevent the spread of infections. Use soap and water, especially when your hands are visibly soiled and or and like something like a Purell or something like that. But at the end of the day, studies have shown that good old washing your hands with soap and water are the best way to have proper hand hygiene. Uh, sanitize. When you are getting on airplanes, the dirtiest, dirtiest places on airplanes, you want to wipe down those common areas. So tray tables, seat backs, armrests, you want to do that with something like, again, Purell or Lysol wipes, any sort of disinfecting wipes, definitely make sure to travel with them and use them. Very important. It's a simple thing, but it goes such a long way. Uh, you also want to practice proper respiratory hygiene and cough etiquette. Cover your mouth when coughing or cover your nose if you sneeze. Working in the service industry, hospitality industry, I've actually always taught myself to kind of like cough or sneeze into almost like my my elbow or my arm just so that you're not coughing outwardly. Uh, so definitely, you know, be mindful of that. And if you're coughing when you travel, use a mask. Be respectful of others especially if you're traveling while sick. So you want to protect yourself and others around of, around you. And of course, dispose of any used tissues and wash and sanitize your hands over and over and over, especially if you're using any tissues. Also, this sounds pretty basic, but if you are ill, don't travel. Don't travel. Move your flight if you can. It'll A, it'll be better for you if you're traveling, but B, if for others that are around you, it just helps prevent contaminating everybody. I mean, it's kind of like with work too. There's always that one person that comes into work that's sick that shouldn't come into work and they do. And then next thing you know, everybody at work gets sick. It's the same concept. But in fact, you're in a more confined space. You're on an airplane. So if you're sick, please don't travel. And then the final thing is reconsider your travel plans if you're going to go to an area of concern. Again, Definitely monitor travel advisories. The CDC has actually advised travelers to reconsider trips to China, and many travel suppliers are actually waiving penalties. As we know, a huge thing this past week, a lot of different uh, airlines are actually, they are just shutting down. They're not even doing flights from different parts of China to the U.S. anymore or other destinations around the world. So reconsider your travel plans. You might even have to because of the decisions that are already being made. But, you know, it's really important. And and those are just some general tips to just keep in mind as we are watching this coronavirus epidemic unfold. But it, it's been huge. And now let's kind of understand the the impact on travel. As I just mentioned, a lot of airlines are actually shutting down. They're they're not doing flights from China to to other countries, to to the US, to parts of Europe, Russia. And that's huge. And it's going to be a really interesting year for travel. I mean, it's definitely not the way that I think the travel industry wanted to start off the year. For example, 
the understanding how big of a, a market Chinese travelers take in the world is huge. So the last time, again, as I had mentioned SARS earlier, the last time when w- there was the SARS epidemic, travel from Asia dropped by 30%. Now, that's pretty dramatic. And this is actually anticipated to drop even more so. But to even understand and wrap your mind around these figures, China now is even more important to travel because now China is the fourth largest source of travel market. Travel market source, that's the right word. Um, So to understand how important this is, China is more important now than ever. Now it is the fourth largest source travel market of outbound travelers. So imagine in 2009, there were 47.7 million tourists that left, were leaving China to travel to the rest of the world. Now, or just last year in 2019, that is 159 million travelers are leaving China to go to the rest of the world. And of those travelers, they are the highest spending. They have spent $275 billion alone in 2019. This is a really, really big deal. And that's why people are concerned. I mean, it's not only just for the travel industry, but it's our our global economy. This is a big, big deal. And especially you've got things like Brexit going on, all these geopolitical challenges. You've got extreme weather events. I mean, just even more recently, you had the earthquakes happening in the Cayman Islands and Jamaica, and then there were sinkholes. People are getting kind of nervous to travel. And part of me, I never want to say rightfully so. I always say be educated. But, you know, there's a lot of scary stuff happening out there. So again, educate yourself. Don't necessarily let it hold you back, but do the right research and then be smart about it. I mean, that's that's really what's kind of what it's all about. Now, taking it a little bit further, which I'm also very wary of this, is the xenophobia that's happening. Because basically right now it's like, oh, this is from China. This. No China this. Oh, no Chinese tourists here. No Chinese tourists there. Yes, okay, we understand that a good large number of the um, infected cases are from China. But you can't put these blanket no Chinese travelers bans on on, on places. And so that's where things are getting a little bit tricky because they've actually gone out to say you have different medical professionals that are saying a blanket ban is not going to help the situation. There have to be proper procedures and protocols. And certainly from the more commonly infected areas, they have to be doing proper monitoring of individuals. They have to actually put them in isolation and and really kind of monitor the situation as opposed to doing these blanket bans. So that's where it gets to be a little bit scary because now you have a traveler that's going somewhere and they might see somebody who's Chinese and then they get they start to panic and it's like, okay, let's calm down and put everything into perspective. By the way, I'm kind of laughing at this this whole podcast because laughing, even though it's a very serious topic, I, I haven't really delved into a topic like this so seriously before in a public forum. Most of the times I have these conversations with uh, friends of mine. So um, I'm curious to see what the feedback is going to be. And again, you know, I'm not a medical professional, but I'm really just trying to do the due diligence, do the research and understand the actual, this actual severity of the situation. 
But yeah, it's definitely, it's an interesting time. That's kind of what I wanted to talk about today with the coronavirus. I would love to hear from you guys. Uh, definitely let me know. You can always find me on any of my social media platforms at Ask a Concierge. If you can also reply to this, this podcast, I'd love to hear from you as well. Let me know, have you had to change travel plans because of the coronavirus? Have you been around, have you or seen, have been exposed to any sort of um, immediate dare I say, hysteria due to it. Um, So yeah, we'd love to find out what your experience with the coronavirus has been. Hopefully not directly, um, but just certainly as it's kind of spread. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll definitely cover a different topic next week and get back on track with, I'd like to think, a happier topic. But uh, this was definitely a very necessary one as well, too. So again, thanks so much for tuning in. Find me online, Ask a Concierge, or my website, askaconcierge.tv, and share your thoughts. But until next time, happy and safe travels. Oh,